0: Red 10, standing by. Red 7, standing by. Red 3, standing by. Red 6, standing by. Red 9, standing by. Red 2, standing by. Red 11, standing by. Red 5, standing by. Buckle up, pilots. It's time for the All Wings Report In podcast
1: with your hosts, Vinny and Chris. Negative. Negative. It didn't go
0: in. What's going on, everyone? You are listening to the All Wings Report In podcast. I am your co-host, Vinny with me as always it's my older brother chris hey today if it's if it's your day or or not we're recording on 420 so chris thanks for you know getting the date and and the time right and for showing up on time i, I appreciate that <laughs> <laughs> why come on man but, um but, but, but importantly it's it's playoff hockey time too so Uh, That's cool. Rangers right now playing. I'm watching simultaneously as we record. Playing the Devils up 3-1 right now. And this episode will come out to wrap up your week, start your weekend. And we're here to talk Mandalorian Chapter 24, the season finale, which almost felt like a series finale, but um, we're here.
1: I was... Oh boy. Uh yeah, it was it was cool. I uh, I built it up, man. I did I did the thing and I They really got us going after the chapter twenty three. That was like the, the real big build up and I don't know, man. I just thought it was uh thought it was safe and as far as finales go i thought like season one brought the like brought the heat somewhat because we see the you know moff gideon lives and he has the dark saber which we did not know at that point was even like a thing in this particular show and then season two we know what happened in that finale they really like Brought the fire, Luke Skywalker. So I guess in a way, maybe we're spoiled, but I guess I was hoping for like a big kind of something that, uh, you know, we didn't get. And if you're listening to this, you already saw it. So this isn't spoiling anything, right? I think everyone waited till after the credits and we all were kind of like let down, right? Because there was nothing for us. So... I don't know, man. I, I have mixed feelings on it. I mean, it was it was good. It was solid. It was a good episode. Uh, I, I would give it maybe like an eight, eight out of ten. I don't know. You know what do you what do you stand on it? Yeah, I,
0: I feel the same way. Uh, and the rating scale, eight out of ten. I feel like uh, episode seven and eight could have been one long episode. And then I feel, as a whole, for for the season, that just the pacing was like a little off. But I'm thankful that we didn't, you know, take seven episodes to get Din to the the waters. Uh, you know, the, the, to, to be um, you know rebaptized in the Mandalorian water. But then it, it just felt like you know the pacing was just off, where it was rushed, and then it was slow, and then it was. A little bit of nothing and then it was in my opinion episode seven was the like the biggest um you know and my, my favorite episode of the entire you know uh series and then you get to this and uh, yeah they played it a little safe and i think the spies everyone looked into it right i think i, I tweeted this and i we i said let's all stick to our day jobs and I, it was just cryptic but also for me to be like a little bit of a smart aleck, where i'm like not a single prediction that i know of anyone from anyone w- was right i did not the the armor not the spy axe wolves innocent grogu didn't get shot in the mudhorn chest plate that he was gifted in the beginning of the season that they didn't retouch on uh you know Bo katan lived that was my thing i was like Bo bites the dust there's not enough room in the show for both of them and um you know, those were like kind of like a lot of the things I saw on the Internet and everything else just was, was kind of played it safe. I think the, the the entire episode visually looked awesome and looked massive. There was a lot of great stuff in there, a um, lot of great scenes in the episode. But it just was so quick and the, t- the time didn't bother me at all. There was a lot crammed into it. But um,
1: I just have a problem with I understand this whole like. You don't want it to be predictable, so I, I and and they kind of did the old like they did like that, hey, look over here, look over here, look over here, right, So I think they wanted everyone to think something else, right, so I think everyone was like very high on this like armorer, right, like, oh, the armorer light, look, she's flying, she's flying up, she's potentially set them up, she's got the horns on the helmet, she um the episode's called the spies. I still don't even know who the spies are. Outside of the the you know the chick in the beginning with Moff Gideon, like, who who else are the spies? Like, is that something that's still going to play out? And then even with the finale, it's called The Return, right? And you can interpret that, like, so many different ways. But, like, I saw that in the beginning. Oh, The Return? I'm thinking, like, we're talking a character, right? So, The Return could have been, you know, a Jedi or... The return could have been, um, you know, Boba Fett, of the, what, Boba Fett, or Thrawn, or any, anything, right? And it, it ended up being not. I don't know if they just meant what a return, the return to Mandalore, the the return to the the way it was at the end when they light the forge. I also like something that hit me kind of today uh, when we when I was thinking about this is. In a lot of ways, man, they totally pulled, th- they did a Spider-Man on, on, the, on the series. So, so they, they did a soft reset on the Mandalorian, if, if you think of it that way. I mean, maybe in season four, we are going to jump between Bo-Katan, but I, I think that that's like done. The Darksaber is gone. So that, that was like a very much, that was also like a last Jedi thing to me. Like, right. Again, the parallel there was like, Oh, you think, you think that, um, you think that Luke's lightsaber, uh, it, it, that you know, that was, that was Anakin's is meaningful. Nope. Throwing it off the cliff. So the dark saber gone. Uh, and we all, everyone thought, Hey, there's something there, you know, maybe one day it's going to, you know, whether Din going to get it back. Or I had said, maybe Grogu would wield it or whatever. Um, no, that's that's totally gone. Uh, and now, th- again, he's gone back. So, like, remember, in Spider Man, he's going to go back to being the friendly neighborhood Spider Man after they basically wipe everyone's mind and no one knows who he is. Mando and Grogu now are going to live their days out. Not live their days out, but like they're on this new mission, if you will call it, or if you'll call it right, like a journey where Grogu's going to go on these adventures, I guess, and train as an apprentice. And Mando's going back to bounty hunting essentially, except that instead of doing like being a a gun for hire, he's now going to do jobs potentially as an independent contractor for the new Republic. So doesn't that feel like a reset a little bit like next year was just, he's just going to be running missions for them. I'm sure it is going to further the plot line as we get closer to, let's say the force awakens. Right. And we know that we're going towards cloning and Snoke and, and and all that, but I don't know. For me, it, this actually felt like a way of like resetting everything, a- and and it's it's gonna be like what it was before, where each episode's gonna be a separate adventure that Grogu and Mando go on. Sorry, I said a lot there. I know I was talking like
0: that's a thousand percent true, but also for the Mando verse movie. They're gonna need like some conflict where it's it it, it sets up um, the new republic versus the first order. So I think this is gonna be like a, a, an additional army like against like Thrawn and company because that new orders. I mean the the first order is not even like there yet, right? And they, they keep referencing order in this. Like it's just like it's been brought up multiple times, and that word order it just sticks out to me every time it's said in the Mandalorian. Right. So I don't know if there's going to be a, a, a battle back on Mandalore, you know, when it comes to Thrawn returning with the Ahsoka show and stuff, but they kind of need some sort of, I don't know, like other army or, or, um, protagonists, I feel like to work with the new Republic, like the pro- new Republic. I don't even think, I don't know. I just can't, get into that like right away. Like, I I don't know. I just think they needed to build that up for Bo-Katan and her people. And they have this army that they're going to use later on. So I think it's just kind of like, Hey, we established it, you know about it, put it on the back burner um, until like the Mando movie. That's like how I feel with that.
1: Yeah. I also, um, I, I was really trying to today. I knew we were recording and I was like, just racking my brain, trying to like, you know, come up with some ideas. I was messing with the I was messing with the BK jingle. I got one. You ready? Yeah, hit for, me. for Mando. So I said, "It's Mando playing it safe." No Thrawn. <laughs> Damn um, it! I, I didn't think. I honestly did not think after like them giving us the big reveal at celebration that they would then not waste it, but but put him in this. Although I did think maybe. <laughs> Like, not fully in it. So I thought maybe we would get a behind shot or maybe just his voice, like, on a comm link or, or something like that. But, you know, the other part of this, too, um, we're led to believe – I know we're going to, like, jump into it to here. We're all over the place. But, like, okay, so they took the Moff Gideon character in all likelihood. Like, he's toast. Uh, we saw what he was doing, which I think we were kind of led to believe after last week when he hinted at what he was doing with the clones. Cause he said they have the best parts of him and Jedi and this and that, right. He was cloning himself and, and was like literally set to, I guess have a new generation of troopers. We can get into that cause I have problems. There's a little plot hole there for me, but I j- yeah, now I'm really, I don't have any ideas of where this goes beyond that. And to your point, we know that they're going to a movie of some sort. That's going to tie everything together. And we also know that the roadmap here is, okay, how do we get from, let's say, Mando or Mandoverse to the events of Force Awakens and the uh, New Order and the, you know, Snoke person who I believe is, you know, we're going to, I guess, figure all that out. Oh, and then also obviously the Emperor, everything that's going on with him, right? This is kind of threading that needle or planting those seeds too so I would imagine this all gets us there it's weird you know the only other thing I was going to say too was this also for me and again a lot of stuff could change between now and then but I, I still was holding out hope a little bit that Grogu was maybe going to at some point either walk this line of both mandalorian and jedi or or kind of lean on that training i just thought he he kind of took a step backwards uh more or less in this season with where his jedi uh skills or training is at like he he did help dinjarin at the end there but he he just it wasn't as i don't even in book of boba fett right like he tames the rank the big Rancor and then in this He kind of struggled for a little bit with the Praetorians and then You know Now that we know that they're going to set up a movie With Daisy that's going to explore this New Jedi order And I know a lot of people Were like oh Grogu's going to be You know 90 or 100 at that time I I Don't see it going that way Now like I, I think they're really Doubling down on Now his name is Din Grogu
0: It's going to be interesting to see like the parallels between just Grogu and Ahsoka because I feel like Ahsoka's like, I'm no Jedi, right? Like that's like her stick, you know, right now and that's like her identity is she's not a Jedi and now you kind of, but she uses a saber, she uses the force and she's got a lot of like, you know, that that's her skill set. So Grogu, we saw him doing the flips. You know, on the on the lighting fixture there, and using force push, um, and then at the end of the episode when he kind of goes to the water, and the Mythosaurs awaken, Like I believe maybe like the mythosaur felt this power um, from the force, so the Krogu was kind of like becoming one with the Mandos and being one with the force. Oh, I think dude! That's I it, didn't like, even it actually.
1: It's so that's so funny. I would missed that. Not that I missed it, but like I I didn't put I didn't put that together.
0: So Meaning, I think that, that there's, there's
1: okay,
0: that's to be revisited uh, at a later time. So I think it's just planted there, uh, similar to okay, the chess cool. piece. I like and that. Stuff. Th- I
1: like that. Then all right. Then you I know. Then I definitely. Yeah, I just. I I don't know the problem. I think you know I'm probably anyway. I'll just speak for myself. Probably being a little too hard on the finale because, like you said, it it looked awesome. Uh, what i loved about it too was that it was literally a continuation of last week like it starts with uh katan and the hobo mandos and uh some of her crew like running you know and they're 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 trying to escape like literally where we we picked up where we left off um you know i thought that was cool i did okay oh,
0: I still feel like ax woes in that scene where he's, you know, uh, breaking through the atmosphere and and getting back to the, their light cruiser. And he's gonna, he gets everyone off that. I was still my first watch and thinking he was going to kind of turn there. Right. Like I was like, okay, this is where we learn he's on the other team. Right. So like full, uh, you know, not re- redemption or anything, but he was kind of skeptic of the helmets. You kind of learn how like you see how all these Mandos learn their way, uh, you know, and and get back to like the core values of Mandalorian. Like Pez Vizla had to put that behind him. And so did Axe Wolves. Like they've all come around, uh, you know, in these handful episodes that are in. So it's cool to kind of see him for the greater good for the way, uh, you know, he takes lead on that ship and, and has no problem getting reinforcements down there. And then kind of going on that, I uh, hope I can say this properly, like kamikaze mission, uh, where he just tanks the cruiser like later in the episode. Like, I think that's kind of awesome.
1: So to that same point, I'm, I'm sitting there waiting for the armor, right? And when she radios Bo-Katan that her reinforcements have arrived and she jetpacks dat like when she says that and they're in the drop ship and, and you know, the armor is kind of looking at the other Mandos that are about to drop out. I at that point was like, oh, those Mandos are maybe going to attack Bo-Katan and her crew. So even like when she was flying, she had that jetpack on. I thought, oh, this is where she's going to attack bo Like I still really thought that. And I guess in a weird way was holding out hope that that's what it was. Not that I... I just thought that would have made for like the better story, right? But obviously, they have this roadmap of where they're going and 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 that didn't fit. I kind of like the darker stuff. Even with Din, right? Or as we're getting into it here, like probably within the first two minutes, we see that he's not struggling for very long. Like he almost immediately busts out and then somehow Grogu with IG 12 inside of IG 12 is there to kind of assist him. You know, I kind of was like after last week, we really saw him like probably for only like the second or third time ever. Totally like, you know, he was, he was helpless in that moment. I thought they really were going to do something to him. Like I would have really liked to have seen them um, like, you know, whether it was going to be torture him or have a really great standoff with Moff getting in him, whether they ran tests on him or, you know, wh- whatever, but it never really gets there. And he like, as fast as he was captured, even though we were led to believe, you know, they got really dramatic with the music because i rewatched chapter 23, right? And the, the, the music's so dramatic and everything about it, it really makes you feel in that moment, like you're worried for him. And then it's like you watch the finale, and then immediately he's okay. So you're like, oh man, there there wasn't really a payoff there.
0: A lot of people uh, had an issue with this doesn't make sense how Grogu got back to Djarin so quickly. Uh, you remember when that pirate ship like blew up and and everyone like evacuated the ship, uh, the the people that rescued uh, or took Grogu and uh, IG twelve like off that boat in the previous episode was Axe Wolves and Paz Vizsla. So we know Axe Wolves is up on the cruiser and we know Paz Vizsla had, had bit the dust, uh, you know, moments earlier. So they kind of like assumed responsibility of him or like remembered to, to get him. So no one else is going to like get him kind of like off world. I mean, I'm not saying they were like, you know, forget who, but like everyone's kind of retreating and Grogu's probably just you know turned around and went back, like as simple as that. Like that's kind of like my easy explanation for him.
1: You know, it's um, the only other thing I'll say to to that point. I guess you're saying people had problems. One thing that I thought was somewhat of a plot hole in this too was uh, very early on the we get a scene with Moff Gideon where he's talking to his like forces and he says that the Mar- Mandalorians escaped and he's somehow able to track him. So something on Mando is, is being tracked, I guess. I don't, I don't know how they're able to like see him. You notice how like there was the red dot that I think was meant to be Mando and the green one is Grogu. Yep. But then like they allow him to get all the way to Moff and come through that hall where his clones are being stored. And it's like, "Oh, he's not going to destroy them." It's like, "You knew where he was. Why why wouldn't you have like come to him sooner or sent the praetorian guards to him or or to protect it? that part of it to me was a little like, what the, like where were they going with that? I don't I don't know. I mean, whatever. I'm I probably reading into it too deep, but I remember the moment going I don't understand that. Why why would Moff Gideon just allow that to happen? If if that because he seemed so distraught. Uh you know, that you like killed them before they were allowed to draw their first breath. I don't know.
0: No, it's so totally cool. I love that uh uh had to use r5 d4 so r5 like part of the crew like it takes it takes everybody like that you know that (laughs) he had to you know plug into the uh you know network database or whatever and 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 get the coordinates of where moff gideon was and then he ended up using r5 to like open all those security doors uh i just love that he's like part of their crew now so i kind of I hope they kind of keep uh, r five around for for next season i mean i i don't think i saw him in the hut like at the end of the episode, but it'd be cool if he kinda you know that's like his new you know role here in 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 the and then in the upcoming season of mando
1: he that he was a pleasant surprise in this um i love that yeah he kinda and if you notice too you know mando he kind of thought out. In, in terms of like his feelings. You know, he hates droids. And even in the beginning he's not exactly warm towards R five D four. He was not in love with the idea of that droid. And then he by this finale he's calling him Buddy. Right? Remember he's like, come on, buddy. Like I, I really need you and I don't know. That i I think I think he's definitely gonna be along for the ride. We just didn't see him in that hut, but maybe he's doing something with the ship or, you know, who knows? But I, I don't think they're gonna break that up. Although they could, who knows? Uh I thought I thought we were gonna see Grogu inside of IG twelve for, like that was gonna be the thing for now on. As amazing as that was. And then it was yeah, uh, a little bit as of a we waste. Get the suit, as fast as we get the suit, they're like, don't even don't even think about it don't even don't even make the figure although they will uh they're like it's gonna last it's gonna last not even an episode yeah
0: seriously i was like this is ideal i don't know if they're gonna do any sort of time jump with season four at all hope you know i don't think they really can there's not like much to jump time in with that small window between return of the jedi which is going to be in theaters next week very cool and the force awakens so it's like i don't you know how much can you really grow? You know, in 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 that amount of time. But
1: um, he is very close to talking. That that much yes. we're we're seeing, right? Like, and that's another. They keep messing with us. I swear. I I was convinced at the end with the armorer that he was going to speak. When she says he's not even old enough to speak, and he was like, "Well," he was like, "You know, making gibberish." I Again, yeah, something. that
0: was the big reveal, right? That he was going to say. Uh, you know, something like he's going to have his first words like, OK, no Thrawn, uh, no, no big spy, you know, nothing. Well, we'll get we'll get him talking. It's like, no, nah, not I, even.
1: I, I hate to 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 like kind of go here because, again, I love John Favreau, really do uh, love Filoni. But I get the feeling again, I could be totally off the mark here, but I get the feeling that. Beyond John, right? He's being told by the people at Disney, right? Lucasfilm Disney. Uh, here's the deal, right? We need this series to go X amount of seasons. And and if you think of it too, like filoni's busy really working on Ahsoka. So yes, he's there for you know, I guess he's doing some executive producing, but I mean, ultimately this is like John's like at the helm and it just feels like now they're like oh yeah and by the way now dave's getting a movie um it it just feels very not that it lost its way but they're not even sure where it's going so that's why with this it was like everything was played really safe it 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 did kind of stretch out a little bit and now they bought themselves more time with like okay next season grogu's an apprentice and and i know i always make the 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 comparison to game of thrones but game of thrones was at its best when it had its source material with the books and the second they ran out of the books and george r r martin didn't have those books dude that last season of game of thrones was was like almost night and day writing wise and plot wise and
0: can know, i curse sure it was the biggest piece of shit of all time.
1: So, so I don't know. If, I don't. I don't agree with it being the biggest piece of shit, but it definitely sucked. And like they did, they they really like. Oh right, I, I know. It. I know
0: what you think is.
1: Well, <laughs> oh, yeah. they, they wasted the character. <laughs> they, they wasted. Listen, they wasted character arcs in that show. So, so what I'm saying is like, with this, I just feel like we've reached a point now where where either we rewrote the story. Right Where they're like, oh wait, it was going here. Oh, but now we have to go here because we're going to do a movie and we're doing this and we're doing that. I know they're going to say that was always the plan. Why would they tell you any different? You or I or anybody. But I just feel like as someone who you know, we really get in. Everybody, everybody who's a Star Wars fan, not us, not not just me, you, anybody who has a podcast, but anybody who's a fan of these. me, shows you, your
0: mom Neil, and Neil we're yeah. all fans too
1: you 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 know you get really invested in this and you watch it and you rewatch it and you get like i know it sounds cheesy but like you get a feeling when you when you when you watch these and i don't know what it is about this season per se right it just feels a little bit different like it like there's something in this recipe that's just a little bit off and and that to me again makes it feel like we had an original idea or original direction and we've kind of gone off course a little bit and maybe we're still going to get there. So I don't know. I, all in all, was it, was it good? Yeah. Visually it looked great. So I feel bad criticizing it because I know everyone who worked on it, uh, you know, was killing it for, for sure. But I just think that, I think maybe the, the story arc uh, and writing, it, it, you know, was because even the stuff with Bo-Katan, it feels very wasted now. That that whole arc, that whole character, the the dark saber, like again, they could they could next year, or whenever Mando Four comes out, two years, um, totally prove me wrong on this. But it it does feel a little like okay, now what? Like again, I I just feel like they reset the whole thing. This was their way of being like okay. But that's, or-
0: but that's, that's, that's the, the, the great thing about it as well. You reset everything. And now it's, you look in that crowd of Mandos at the end of it, when Axe Wolves is saying for Mandalore, it's, it's a mixed bag. It's helmet, no helmet. We don't need the saber. It's, it's all a community, right? We're good. Just, just leave it at that. Right. So l- let the past die. As previous films have told us, the the Dark Saber is broken. We don't really need it. And I think we're just going to put that on the back burner. But What I wanted to say is, is it a little odd that Dave is directing the Mandoverse movie when it's like him and John, yeah, together? But John kind of got Mando off the ground. But I know Dave directed the first episode of The Mandalorian. And now we're just like,
1: it's weird that he's
0: just going to wrap it up.
1: Well, he, well, keep in mind he's just directing it. I mean, John. He, so, like, think about this. John John isn't directing these episodes. He's the writer. He's writing them, but Rick, like Rick uh, Femiui here just just directed two, and Bryce Dallas Howard gets one, and uh, you know, whatever. Yeah. So that's that's all it is. Is that uh, I think Dave Filoni has, from what I gathered, or, you know, when he spoke at Celebration, um. He he. That's he has aspired to direct films. You know, I think a lot. You know, when he got into everything, so he he went through it, and it's like he started an animation, right? and he was doing his work there, and then he got the call to do the Star Wars thing, right? And he's he's heading up that, and then he fi- then he gets called in to come into live action TV, and they give him his first directing job there. Then they give him his own series. So it's like a natural progression for him, right? He's been, you know, as George Lucas's protege, essentially, uh, they've been building towards him getting a movie. So I think for John, you know, they have such a good close working relationship. I think it's probably still being written by Favreau or Favreau and maybe a couple other people, you know, Filoni's input. Uh, He's just going to direct it. But it's still John's, it's still John's story is just what I'm gathering.
0: If you remember at Celebration, um, Rosario Dawson said, if this season, if this show does well and you guys love it, hopefully we can get a, a season two. And she did, you know, like fingers crossed, everything to the crowd. So well, we know Mando, Mando 4 is written. John had visited the set because obviously these are in the same timeline. So Mando 4 is written before this massive... Uh, writer strike that I know zero about you know just yeah, just throw that in there uh, you know so that's written and so we get Mando 4 and if she says if this show does well we have skeleton crew which affects this timeline as well you know a little like side story here so I don't know like we're gonna do Ahsoka August skeleton crew like Mando 4 then ah- Ahsoka season 2 maybe then Mando movie or like it, you know there's so much going on it's like you want it? This is just a setup. You want to see how, f- how further like the whole plot of this Mandoverse goes with this Ahsoka show, right? Because
1: you got to, you got to remember too, we, we always think they have a big plan. And sometimes they do, but sometimes they don't. One thing that stuck out to me that I did not know uh, w- when we were at Celebration, remember we went to the Clone Wars panel? celebrating 15 years. Yeah. Okay. So Ashley Eckstein revealed that the original plan for Ahsoka they were toying with like killing her off. That keep in mind this is this is a character who is like a mainstay in Star Wars now. She she is to some fans like their Luke Skywalker. Their favorite character And they had plans for like Ventress to potentially kill her or you know, so that's that's just proof that like even in that series, right? And Dave was heading it up, it was kind of like, hey, we're we're it's it's always evolving. We're 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 writing it as we go. Things change, right? And and you know, they might have said, Oh, you know what, we can't do that to this character, whatever the case was. I don't know. But I think this I think this is the same thing. I I just think that um it's very much right in, as we go. They did it with these movies. You know, they did it with the sequel trilogy. Sorry, I wasn't specific there, but um those movies were the you know, there wasn't an exact road map. You know, JJ wrote his movie and Ryan Johnson wrote his movie and they were going to do uh Colin Trevorrow's movie, which was a totally different movie than what we got. And they didn't like that, but it wasn't like a roadmap because there's, I, you know, you've seen interviews where like JJ, he won't come right out and say he was pissed at the stuff, Ryan, jo- but like there was a lot of disagreement there. And JJ's like, Oh, I handed him all this stuff and he decided to do this. So this even makes me think that like they they you know I don't think it's totally been decided necessarily where it's going. We we know that it has to get us a sequel trilogy, but they could they could we can get there in any way that they you know feel. They've been planting right. all these little seeds so you can be like, "Oh, see, we planted the seed and here it is." Or they can go in a totally different direction and be like oh see we wanted you to look over there but really we wanted you but really we didn't want you to see this other thing we're doing over here and we would never know you'll be like none the wiser but i don't know that that to me is just like i think uh it doesn't take away from the story at all i just think not that they're winging it but i think it's kind of like open ended like let's 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 see what happens let's you know, let's let's brainstorm. Let's see what happens uh, with this. Let's see how the reception to uh, Ahsoka and and stuff is. You know,
0: they can't leave it too open ended, though, right? Like they can't like that's like you said that rec- soft reboot on on Mando. He's going to go away. We're going to get away from the Mando posse for a little bit, and grow and Brogu and Mando are going to go on his his very way. But when we're getting closer to the sequel trilogy, and I know I feel like we're off on a tangent now, not talking about this episode. When Ray is like laying on her back and 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 getting all like the voices in her head, and it's all these Jedi that now live in her, everyone from Mace Window, Yoda, Anakin, all this stuff. You get Ashley Eckstein as Ahsoka talking to to Ray, right? In that little bit, she does like some some reading for that. It's like everyone that's talking to her has passed and we don't know what Ahsoka's story is. Right. But hate to say it would just kind of like little, <laughs> she's always been like this, like odd. She was never in any of the films. Right. She wasn't in uh revenge of the Sith, not mentioned in revenge of the Sith. Um, you know, not nowhere in the sequel trilogy, nowhere in the original trilogy. Right. Like it's all like added. So they could maybe never even bring her into Ray's movie. Right. Or would it be cool if, she doesn't make it out of the, uh, the Mando verse movie. Like, you know, she just, that's why we don't see it. Right. Like she doesn't, she doesn't linger. Right. Like I know that Ray movies could take 15 years later or whatever, but does, does she make it, you know, do we, it is that open-ended. Right. So just a thought, maybe let her and Kylo Ren battle it out and then Kylo Ren wins. That'd be cool, but whatever. <laughs>
1: I mean, listen. They can. They could You know, we're we're here for it, regardless of of what they do and 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 how they decide to do it. Um, I would just like to see because keep. Well, and the other thing is too is that if you remember, I think the pitch for the Mandalorian was think of it like a space western, wasn't that like? I'm paraphrasing, of course, but wasn't that kind of what they said? Like the mandalorian was going to be a gunslinger and 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 that's why when you watch if you go back you know after you listen to this you go back watch mando season 1 episode 1 think of it like a western right he walks into like okay there there those doors but it's like he walks into the saloon right like in a, in a western in a bar and he's a bounty hunter and he Takes out those guys, right, and we're like, yeah, he's a gunslinger we I remember bringing down episodes you you would always say that he's a gunslinger um we've we've come away from that, right The series has morphed as we delve further and further into the Star Wars lore and as we get closer to skywalker level plots, right, like we we got into the Jedi and we got into the Luke Skywalker part of it. And then now we're getting into the cloning and everything. Yeah. I I'm almost imagining that we're going to get back. We're going to pull it back a little bit, right? We are still going to have the stuff with the, with the new Republic and, and everything like that. But I, I really almost think that we're going to see, uh, you know, Din Djarin and now Din Grogu going on these missions and it's going to have that, that, grittier feel to it, which would be awesome. I think we all would 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 be like happy to see that.
0: The battle between uh Dinjarin and Moff Gideon in that suit. Awesome. Moff Gideon sounded a lot like Kylo Ren when he had the helmet on. I don't know if you you thought that as well or similar. But seeing those two square off in that you know, th- like that has now come back around, right? Like season like it, it's just that battle again. It, it's three seasons of it. Nobody I don't know. Show me show me a burnt body. I don't know. I'm saying no one's ever really gone. Maybe maybe give, Gideon's not gone.
1: Give me so here's the thing that I I'll tell you right now. Um, first of all, um the action figure. Sorry, I said um ten times there. Uh the <laughs> An action figure of that Moff Gideon with the helmet, sick, right? Dude, if they're going to do a Black Series Series full helmet of that, also sick. What's crazy is me and you saw, even, even Chapter 23 at home, because of the way it was filmed, it was very dark. So, I did not see the detail on that helmet, right? You get that crimson red on black. It almost looked like there was like some sort of purple in there too. Um dude, his suit that was sick. That was really sick. We, we we got to see it in action. He has he has the 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 rocket on his arm. Um he's able to whatever's going on with him, some sort of like pneumatic uh something with the hands that he's able to like crush, you know, when he crushes Bo Katan's hand and crushes the darksaber. Um, it it has the act
0: actual so dark super dark. It has the dark trooper like functionality and and yeah. strength. You know what I mean. He's yeah. like it's like the the dark trooper Mando suit. Like it was like a crazy you know name to it, right? So it's like part dark trooper, part Mando. That's why when you see like the fist punching into the ground, it's the same as punching oh, yeah. into the the door from episode uh, chapter sixteen last season. It's like the same shit.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was sick, man. He looked great. That was awesome. I'm with you. And then when, and then when nope. we get to see the nope. team Hang up, on.
0: no, no, no. When the Pretorian guards come out and Mando, one of the best shots like in the whole episode. When Mando like looks over his shoulder, like and that music drops, and it's like now that I thought was the the best shot like of the episode. Like when they just when he turns around, like he looks great right there. They're on the base. I wonder if Moff Gideon makes those Praetorian guards wear that Mando style helmet. He's like, listen, you're with me. This is the helmet you're, you know, he got them that helmet modded because they're on Mandalore. And then at Praetorian guards, Last Jedi, like that's just like Snoke's preference and style, right? Like, so I, don't, w- I just think that's what that is.
1: Yeah. And speaking of that, it wasn't until who? It might have been, I hate that I even am going to say this. It might have been like Jason Ward or somebody, but like prior to the season even airing, like I want to say last summer, there was a leak, remember, about potentially Praetorian guards being in the series? Yeah. And I remember seeing that. It wasn't until I saw the three of them on the screen like this week, something like triggered a shot in my mind. And I remembered seeing those three helmets on a table. And somebody like leaked that picture. And I was like, oh, man, that was that. That was literally. Yeah, that was that.
0: And it hasn't been seen since. I mean, I think I saw like one like sketch drawing of it. But that photo on that table is like non-existent. Like, I don't think anyone has it.
1: It gets out that Disney gets Disney. (laughs) I've been after celebration. All I did was like look up the stuff that we actually saw in person and every time it was on Reddit, there would be like a, not a disclaimer, like there'd be like, uh, this, this video has been flagged for copyright infringement by the Disney company on everything. I was like, dude, they they were like hawking it, which is crazy. Um,
0: two polite. great shots, two great shots in the episode, Costco Reeves, like doing the, um, that was Poe cool. Dameron, like, e break slide. Like, you know, like, so she, like, is being, like, chased. She ends up doing, like, a, a baseball slide on landing platform, turning around, and then shooting midair, and then just kind of, like, falling. Um, and then also the beautiful scene of Bo-Katan with the dark saber, uh, like, flying through the sky, like, leading all the reinforcements, like, against the clones. Like, that was just... Something just like mirror image right out of like Rebels, um, with her doing like leading the charge with the dark saber. Man, I thought that was two, another two like of my favorite shots from the end.
1: Yeah, definitely awesome. I, but it, I never, I don't know. I kind of knew from early on in the episode. Like I was with you, I thought like someone's not going to make it out. I think we even saw a quote from – was it from Favreau and Filoni or one of them about the finale? I thought they said something about the fans might be – not upset, but I forgot what they said. Just going to be heavy
0: or or it was going to be like – Yeah, I think it was was going to be
1: heavy. heavy. Yeah, something, right? So I took that to mean, oh shit, someone – that's it. But once, once I saw how the episode started, I was like, oh, okay, we're making it out and i even kind of knew at that point actually i feel bad now cuz i kind of downplayed grogu's force ability uh you know just a little while ago when he saves them uh from from the fire um i kind of knew but that that to me was like oh yeah i know that i mean they're not they're obviously going to make it so you know you kind of knew at that point but i i think that was it was probably at its best when Bo Katan, this is what I was going to say before. When Bo Katan and Mando are kind of like fighting together against Moff Gideon, you know, and she yeah, makes she's... that comment that they're. Oh, well, that was it. Because Moff Gideon, when he crushes the dark he says, "Uh, like that Mandalorians are are nothing without their trinkets, or weak without their trinkets." Whatever he says, and she says that they're like more powerful together. And we get you know, Mando and her. That was pretty. That was pretty great. Almost, almost reminiscent of, um, like the Ray and Kylo scene in Last Jedi. I would almost attribute it to that, right? Where they were kind of like feeding off each other. So, like, he protected her. Then there was the great shot of her sliding on the floor and like putting up the shield. So it was that was that scene was like awesome. You
0: still were never in the clear, right? We were we had like a, like a bunch of like check boxes, right? We're like okay. Armor, not a spy. Okay, cross that out. Okay. Axe wolves. Mm, still not a not a spy, right? We're like, okay. No, I knew I knew right,
1: right away that he was like once he right. got back to the ship and everything, I'm like, no, nah, okay, he's good.
0: But we're now we're like, wait, does Bo make it out alive? Does Din make it out alive? What about Grogu? Like there was still like we were everyone was still on the edge of the seat there. Like when the Batorian guards are still uh, you know, alive in this episode, there's like 15 minutes left in the episode, you know, so you're only we're only about halfway there at that point. So we're still like, hmm, a lot can kind of turn real quick, right? We can have that, you know, when taken out of our sale, you know, in in this amount of time, right? If we're like, all right, it's safe, but it was still time for us to have our heart broken here. And I think the big, what they led to like, oh, I don't think you're ready for, for for loss or or whatever, we end up seeing what Gideon, what we're led to believe bite the dust in this episode.
1: I think he's gone, uh, for real. I, I don't think that it pays to have him live on. Now we're going to see what happens in the Ahsoka series. And does that somehow tie into Mando? But with them introducing the, uh, what, you, what was council. it? The, uh, the shadow council. Yeah, thank you. I know. I was thinking Shadow League in my mind. Um, I don't know why. <laughs> it reminded me. I don't know why that reminds me of. Uh, there's a great two and a half men, where uh, Charlie doesn't remember the name of his girlfriend's cat, and Alan's Alan Alan knows the name of it, and Charlie's like, why Why am I thinking that it's? Why am I thinking? That it's puss puss, <laughs> Alan's just like because that's what you're always thinking. Super <laughs> like, <laughs> super did you, great.
0: Did you have any issue with Mando destroying the clone project like just like that? Like he just kind of got like let into it. Flooded. Uh, those no, because
1: ah uh, no, because you 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 have to know there's more there there. Do you know what I mean? Like, the clone project doesn't end with Moff G- That That was his personal. Uh, I have a feeling, again, it stems, it goes beyond that. We still don't know the fate of Dr. Pershing because, you know, uh, Moff Gideon's very coy about it uh, in chapter 23, where he says uh, his work has been lost for now. Uh, we don't know what happened to him. Is his brain totally fried and he's gone? Um, did they, did, did when Dr. Pershing was doing those initial tests, did Grogu's blood make it somewhere else? Um, and remember like Moff Gideon's, you know, he tells, was it Hawks or the other, um, like commander there that, you know, he says cloning, cloning is your obsession, not mine. So, you know, we're kind of led to believe that like it's happening elsewhere. Uh, in the galaxy too. So, I just feel like at this point, if they really are building towards Grand Admiral Thrawn and his return, you know, they kept saying that last week that uh, Moff Gideon's death now is like a necessary one because if you remember, he was kind of almost talking like maybe it's time for new leadership, and you know, it kind of would be fitting for him to like bite the dust now. Plus, too, like, you don't want to have... I mean, somebody has to die. I know it sounds like... You don't want to keep having, like... It's Star Wars. It's, like, necessary. And if there's anything we know about, like, the bad guys in Star Wars, right? Like, normally, like, they die so that we can get, like, a new big bad. Right? So, like, Darth Maul, even though he was amazing, and in the the movies for, like, nothing, right? He dies, and then we get Count Dooku, who you know, has has a huge role between Clone Wars and the movies. And then um you know, he dies and then we get like Anakin Skywalker. So I just feel like now this the series would, would feel too stale otherwise. So I, I would imagine we're building towards this return of of Grand Admiral Thron, which will obviously happen in Ahsoka, as we saw. Like we literally saw his face. Um and then maybe he comes into Mando.
0: He has so, to. I mean, I think, you know, he be... has to. I, we thought that the room wasn't big enough for Bo and, and, and Mando. How? Which, like we said, we we reset that. And she's going to kind of maybe pop up next season for an episode, like towards the end. Or, you know, once maybe we see her pop up in Ahsoka. I don't know. Because, you know, don't forget Sabine. Um shout out I wonder
1: to uh, good no I was just say I wonder with with Thrawn obviously I know that the the live action is not based off of the Timothy Zahn novels or novels of old right but I wonder how closely to that like it's it's not a situation in which we know how Grand Admiral Thrawn dies right like we 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 don't know we we obviously he doesn't make it into sequel trilogy era just because there's no mention of him and we don't see him physically right snoke is uh snoke and then kylo ren are kind of the big bads um of the first order so i i just was curious like we you know i wonder if anyone knows do do we actually know his fate or is that something that's going to be rewritten I so think it's going to get rewritten yeah so they're go- okay so yeah so it- it could, like like it could be i would i would i bet you it's going to be somebody like like an Ezra or something to do it which would be sick
0: it's wild because like they that's a whole other part of that series that's like not even really not mentioned like we saw the hologram we know that like Ezra saved them pushed them out there like they're still trying to get their way back like that's that's a whole other angle of that series that I feel like hasn't even like really like talked about hinted about you know we know we got to get this guy back well they like won't say it we saw it at celebration they like they're like we need to get someone back you know like they won't even say the man's name he's like voldemort right now in star wars we can't even say ezra you know they won't even mention him so it's that's such a big plot you know for that um that's a whole other episode and um at this point in the episode that's an episode uh, yeah at this point in the episode um uh, we touched on a little earlier. Din Jarn takes on a new apprentice. Um, and he, t- he, um, I guess he mentions like getting Grogu back to like his family, like, or wherever they are, but he can He ends up adopting Grogu, and he is now Din Grogu. Like, that's like his new, um, name. That's how he will identify as in a galaxy far, far away, is Din Grogu. Um, <laughs> kind of wild. Um, and then this whole, like, last sequence where there's the the, the baptism of the, the two foundlings and there's um, the For Mandalore chant and the... Uh, I keep
1: hearing Favreau, by the way. I, oh, in like, that? I, every, yeah, like, every time the Mandalorians are chanting, I swear I hear Favreau as one of the voices.
0: I love that. And Were you, you bummed you said-
1: that they that they robbed us of uh we didn't get Zeb again at yes. the end there and this scene it-
0: it's cool it was cool to see Dave Filoni mm-hmm. i mean i think that's 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 cool enough for me um you know this was again like all this stuff was like the 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 closing um of of some chapters and 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 it was like the the reopening of like a new new story where Dindjohn's going to be a 1099 private contractor in a galaxy far, far away. Um, Mando gifts grief cargo um, parts for a new IG droid. Like he needs a marshal to protect his land. So that's really cool, too. That's cool to see grief's going to be around for even like next season. Uh, but you know what I mean? Like we'll get more of him. I think that is very cool.
1: See, even there again, too, They they so they had the ability to basically rebuild IG-12 for Grogu and decided that I guess that's not best for him or whatever.
0: Yeah, and I said it earlier, I felt like the, the way that ended, it was just like quick, 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 like the end. We had the whole story, the battle. I loved it. I feel like we didn't even get to touch enough on it. All the Mandalorians, the clone Mandalorians fighting the real Mandalorians that whole battle scene was incredible. There was uh, hundreds of both parties fighting each other. I thought it looked great. And then the end, it just kind of felt like a series finale, right? We're like, I'm like, oh, this could potentially just be done. Like, this is it. Like, this is, this is it. Now we'll just get to, you know, we just can't get to the First Order, right? We got to find out how Snoke gets made, all this crap. But it really felt like they could have just walked away from it at that point, you know, and just let, let it be alone.
1: Yeah, I, and I, I think, you know, I said this in the beginning. The, the big letdown, if you will. Like, I think I would have felt better. I, I would have felt better about the way that they ended the series, or or this season, rather, if they had given us that like gold, that gold nugget at the end that had nothing to do with. Um. This You know like it could have set up They could have done anything Remember how like at the end We, we, we got Book of Boba Fett's Like Trailer if you will It would have been cool if they figured out What the tie in between this and Ahsoka was And ga- gave us that Or like I said if we had heard Grand Admiral Thrawn Maybe being briefed That the operation on mandalore is you know has fallen been destroyed or moff got moff gideon is dead or like you know like anything like i just i feel like they could have done something at the end for us i know i'm not alone in the in like i waited till the very end like i remember there was looking at the the the, the bar at the bottom <laughs> going wait a minute there's yeah. four seconds left what like i really i believed it also It was reported by like numerous people uh, that there was one. And I kind of believed them because the timestamp on the episode was accurate. So a lot of people reported how long the episode was. They were right on that. They were like, stay for after the credits. And then the credits roll and you're like, what? Like I was, but I was, I was bummed. And then imagine
0: even, imagine that was a last minute pull by Disney like day of like the, you know like hours before they're like no nah, fuck it cut it
1: <laughs> I get that it's like so overused that we get it all the time now but I guess like not that it didn't sit well with me but literally literally the last shot they go to like the cartoony circle where like everything goes black and the last thing you see is Grogu like dropping the frog into the water, like that's what we ended on. Like, it's, it more felt like it's more important.
0: It's more important to let you know that Cobb Vanth lived in the back to tank than for us to set up Disney Plus's biggest release of 2023. Dude, which is what? The,
1: what was the? I almost, I almost cursed on that. Uh,
0: <laughs> what, I think I didn't. What I don't was? The, care.
1: What was the point of that?
0: Boba well, season two, did, like I don't. Th- that's if, gonna. Ha- if
1: they did. They did that just to be like, and just in case. Just in case. But what was the point? There was no payoff, dude. I'm gonna be honest with you too. Not that I thought for sure he was gonna show up, but I was disappointed again. The return. I was like, bro, like. To your point, like they're battling, and we still had that so much time left. I'm like, can we get a Boba Fett cameo? Do we get Luke again? Is it someone else we don't know who's returning? Someone's returning. Thrones returning in thirty
0: in thirty something minutes. There's no way to go get Luke. You're gonna just like send him off world in the N one. You're gonna come back with him to come save the day. yeah, I know. No, he
1: doesn't do that. At th- no, at that point in this, at that no, but in that point, like at this point, he knows, like he could sense things. So I thought, like, oh, if Grogu gets really in trouble, like let's say the Praetorian Guards are probably gonna kill him. Luke is able to reach out through the Force. He feels this, and he just shows up, kind of like the way he did in season two. I don't, I don't know. Whatever. We'll we'll do another episode where we just like maybe give our predictions. uh a little bit more in depth for, for, for next, for next season. I think we kind of talked about everything that we could talk about, uh, in this finale. So
0: I want to say thank you to everybody who's been along for the journey for these uh episode breakdowns and discussions for the mandalorian season three shout out to people that we've never met before that share this podcast on social media that listen like write reviews to all the homies that we've like grown up with over the years that continue to reach out to us and support us man we appreciate all of you guys every week um Thank you for making it this far in the episode. If this flew by, man, in an hour and a couple of minutes, man, this really like flew by. Stood up the whole time. I'm standing you know on both two feet. Uh, the we... next episode, Chris, I think we can agree will be our Star Wars celebration recap, where we talk about our travel, our trip, um, uh, talk about a skeleton late. crew, a late on that, but talk about acolyte. Yeah, give it yeah. to give it, you know, a full hour of authenticity and 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 be, you know, genuine about it and talk about it. I know you haven't been to the UK before. I I feel like maybe a lot of people haven't uh heard enough about Acolyte or uh skeleton crew and and, and everything. So we'll talk about the entire experience. We'll talk about gonna say Chris at this bar Charlie's that's that is a good story.
1: Um I thought that's what we'll you talk- meant when you said not enough people not enough people have heard the story of uh
0: Right, right. Um, so um, there's a good there's episode really there. And um, yeah, there's a good episode there with that. So, with that being said, I've had an awesome time talking about The Mandalorian. Awesome it's sa- I know you did, Frank. It's sad okay. to see it go. I, it's a long time until August with Ahsoka coming out. So,
1: four months, baby. I bet. Yeah.
0: As always, it's all wings report in on Instagram. It's all wings report on Twitter. Leave us a review wherever you listen to uh, your podcast. Five stars, all that good stuff. We'll uh, talk to you guys in the DMs. As always, be safe out there. Uh, yo, go Rangers.
1: See you next week. Celebration.